This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about some caregiving issues, shall we? Because there are many, many people in this country who do that. Not only do they look after their kids or themselves, their homes, their jobs, all that kind of stuff. They also look after perhaps aging parents or aging relatives. A new poll by the Angus Reid Institute has taken a deep dive into this issue, the challenges that it presents, the concerns we have, and all those sacrifices that we're making to make sure our loved ones get the care they need. Now, we also want to hear your story on this, so we are going to be taking some calls coming up in a few minutes. But right now, let's talk to Dave Krasinski, who's a research associate at the Angus Reid Institute and who was involved in this survey. Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, No problem, Simi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Taking a look at the numbers that you guys turned up here, it certainly does show what a huge impact caregiving is having, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, and it's becoming more and more of an important issue in Canada and generating more attention because of uh, one of the interesting trends, actually, that I opened the piece with is that, you know, three years ago, for the first time uh, in Canada's documented history, we had more Canadian residents that were seniors, uh, so 65 and over, then we had children 14 and under. That's the first time that's happened. It just kind of quietly passed. Um, but if you're paying attention, it really does, it's it's kind of a, a high watermark for, for this trend of skewing uh, an older population. And what's coming alongside that is that you've got a lot of people, particularly in the 40 to 49 age group and that 50 to 59 age group, where almost 3 in 10 are providing care for somebody um, in addition to, you know, any children that they might have right. in their own, you know, some people are providing uh, care for their spouse. Most, about half of that group, are providing care for their parents. So it's aging parents that are that are a, a big concern in Canada. And you see, actually, when you look at the percentage that are anticipating that, that to be the case within the next 10 to 15 years, it's, you know, 45% of, of those in their 30s and 44% of those in their 40s. So it's a, an issue that is only going to get more prominent as the population continues to age and, and more and more people are involved in this. Yeah, that is a huge number there. So are, did you get any sense, Dave, from doing this? Are people doing this because they want to or because they have to? Uh, I think for a lot of people, it's it's easier uh, for them uh, to do so from a financial standpoint. And the reason I say that is when you look at the people who are really um, heavily involved in this uh, and are are majorly uh, impacted by it. So this is the group that say that it plays a big part of their life so that they're, you know, they have to take days off of work and cancel appointments. This is a, a really well-documented trend in Canada now that policymakers are paying attention to. But if you look at it, it's actually four times higher among those with incomes under $50,000 in their household than it is among those with incomes over $100,000. So they're much more likely to be uh, burdened by this type of care. Uh, And I think a lot of that is financially. Certainly a lot of people are, are, uh, they like to help out their their parents or maybe uh, their spouse if they can. They're doing it from a place of love. But uh, certainly, if they can afford to, a lot of people will, you know, get some sort of live-in care or move into a home uh, to just kind of facilitate right. a more easy transition into old age. Right. And so who is it that is being looked after here? Is it the parents? Yeah, it's primarily the parents. If you look at the, the numbers who say that they're they're caring for somebody, 52% of caregivers say that they're taking care of their parents. 
and that jumps to 76% in that 40 to 49 group, and that's that's that group that's most likely to be providing care. So that's the prime areas, 40-year-olds who are, are taking care of a parent or in-law. Um, you do see a significant number of people who are over the age of 70, however, 55% for them are taking care of a spouse or partner. So that's the one population where it does flip away from uh, a parent relationship to right. uh, a spouse. Did they talk about uh, how this is having an impact on their lives? Um, we didn't get into specific details, but I know uh, anecdotally, um, one of the big things that's happening for people who are caring for, particularly with parents, um, is that a lot of people, the the biggest problem uh, that they're having is having to take time off of work. Um, and, and you know, the, these calls come at inopportune times and you have to run off. And there's, there's actually an estimate put out by CIBC uh, earlier this year that said that the cost of aging for or, or caring for aging parents uh, to the Cana- Canadians, both in terms of what we pay and the loss in terms of productivity from everybody taking time off and the the spin-offs of that is about thirty three billion dollars so there's a big a big uh, impact there for people who are taking time off work or canceling appointments or you know just losing a lot of that free time that they might have had, which is increasing stress levels and and leads to right. you know more adverse health effects so it is a it's a difficult kind of spiral for people who can't get the the care that that they wish that they could or can't get the help that they need. And what do you think this tells levels of government, uh, especially like the provincial government, the federal government? Do these people need help? Yeah, I think it's certainly the more support would definitely be something that uh, Canadians would be amenable to. We didn't um, ask that question specifically, but I think uh, we feel pretty comfortable kind of saying that a lot of people would be open to this idea. Um, when you look at healthcare issues, Canadians are generally very generous. Uh, for pharmacare, for example, where you've got one in five people uh, of this age, 55 and older, who can't access their, their prescription drugs. You've got about 90% of Canadians who say that they support creating a backstop for, for those people in terms of a universal pharmacare system. So I think that um, there's a, a lot of, of programs that Canadians would support just in terms of helping those families out, subsidies or um, even respite for people who are involved in, in heavy caregiving and, and are unable right. to kind of take some time off. Right. And just to recap that, Dave, you did see a difference in depending on how much money, like how much income was in the household. Yeah, yeah. The, the lower income um, issue when it comes to all of these healthcare issues, these are people when you separate it out by, so it's 50000 and under for a household income, so a low-income family versus that 50 to 100 and 100 and over. And when you look at that top bracket compared to that bottom bracket, you see, you know, three times the likelihood that you're going to have major access issues when it comes to just accessing medical services. And it's uh, four times as likely that people who are involved in caregiving are facing what we would call um, a heavy burden from that, like the the highest impact in terms of uh, disruption to their day and the amount of time that's allocated. It's it's considerably higher for people who are in low-income households. And did you see any kind of warning signs there, things that we need to, hey, maybe pay attention to? Um, I think that one of the, the biggest things overall is just that this is not something that is going to improve without action. It's actually... Uh, just based on the projections and the trends, it's only going to become more and more of an issue. Um, so, you know, when you when you look at some of the strains on on the medical system 
they are they're happening all over the place in terms of doctor shortages and in terms of these prescription drug issues and caregiving is is really uh, no exception to that uh, there are a lot of people who would like to to get into care we ask people actually thinking about um, your own issues, which would you prefer if you could no longer live independently? And 42% of people say that they would like to have a live-in nurse. 21% say that like, they'd like to move into an assisted living facility. Um, only 10% say that they'd be more comfortable living with family. So uh, these services are going to be in very high demand, and the population con- continues to get on average older and older here, um, just as baby boomers are, are continuing to age out here. That was a good stat because the one that scared me, the number there that you didn't mention, is that 26% said they didn't know. Yeah, they really they hadn't you thought know, about it's a little it. too early to tell. The 30-year-olds, it's hard to get them to commit. Uh, and one of the interesting trends, I don't know if, if you have to go right away, um, but one of the, the really interesting numbers there is that the older Canadians get, the less likely they are to say that they like to live with family. So for whatever reason that is, when you go up in 10-year ten, ten increments, the number who say that they'd like to move in with family drops and the number who say that they would like to live in their own home for as long as possible, perhaps with live-in care, increases across every population. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Younger people would like to move in with family, but the older they get, the less uh, <laughs> likely they think that, that that's going to happen. That's actually, there's a joke there, I'm sure, about crankiness yeah. and as we get older and not liking our family as much. But uh, Dave, thank you very much for that. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Simi. That's a fascinating look at caregiving and what's going on in our country right now. That's Dave Krasinski, who's a research associate at the Angus Reid Institute, who was involved in this survey where they took this look and asked people, uh, how, who are you looking after? And do you plan to do any caregiving? Do you think you're going to have to? And the stat that he just mentioned there is, what would you do if you could no longer live independently?